changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and it's Friend Friday, and that's the day when I introduce you to someone interesting from the Chicken Soup for the Soul family, and today that's Courtney Barak. Now, we've published half a dozen stories by Courtney in the last few years, but until I read her most recent story, I had no idea just how interesting and kind of scary she really is. So, uh, Courtney, welcome to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. And maybe I should be calling this like Fright Friday instead of Friend Friday. No, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. And really, I'm not that scary. <laughs> well, I would normally be telling you all about Courtney's bio right now, but I don't want to ruin the surprise, even though I have foretold it a bit by saying it's Fright Friday. So, Courtney, <laughs> let's just go right into talking about your story, which is called just ask and appears in our latest book chicken soup for the soul step outside your comfort zone so this story opens at a convention what kind of convention was that it's called hong kong and it is part of the halloween industry they gather you know haunters they call themselves from all across the united states and even all over the world um that have professional haunted houses and volunteer haunted houses and home haunts and just people who love Halloween. And I know Leonard Pickle, who at that time owned it, I think he's, he's since sold it, but he invited me and said, hey, we're going to be right in Nashville. You should come. So I did. And it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so you went to this convention and you were going to meet some of the celebrities of the, I guess, scary industry, right? Like, yeah, like Scott Morrow. Now, I don't know why I know that name. I mean, in your story, you said he's the host of the fearless ghost hunter radio shows and that you were very excited that he was going to be there. Yes, because he they had different tracks. And he was going to be speaking about the paranormal. And if your haunt has actual ghosts in it, not just, you know, people <laughs> dressed up scary. And I was like, oh, I'm all about that because my um, my site that I run is called Haunt Jaunts and it's horror, Halloween, and paranormal travel, but all, all about travel. So I wanted to specifically hear his lecture and then meet some of the people that I knew would probably be in there with haunts that were looking for ways to incorporate paranormal investigation, you know, and make their haunts profitable off-season also, or at least another way to earn income off-season. So you said in your story that they had a, like a kind of spooky costume ball. And so you took a big risk and really went all out on your costume. And then it really paid off. So tell us about that and that amazing costume and how it made you like the bell of the ball. Yeah, that was probably one of the, I, I really was tired that night. Um, We'd had the conference all day and I didn't want to go. I was kind of getting nervous and it was cold and I was really just tired and overwhelmed from all of the information and people I'd met that, that day. But my husband came and we said, you know what, you paid for the tickets, let's just go. And I knew he was tired too. And he really he does not like Halloween. He does not like any of this stuff that I do, but he's always such a good sport. So 
he came with me and, and I dressed and I went, I did go big. I had a big wig. I had makeup. I, this dress was enormous. I mean, it had a hoop skirt and every, it was very hard. I couldn't even, I had to put the hoop skirt on in the parking lot before we went in. And I thought, Oh, you know, all these people there, you know, they had some really like movie kind of makeup um, costumes, just really, really, really good. So I thought I'm going to look like an idiot. But when I got in there, people were rushing and asking, could they take a picture with me and pose with me? And I was so shocked and I should have probably like posed and other people when they did that, you know, they would have like their, their scary pose or their persona. And I was just smiling. (laughs) I'm not a haunt actor. So I was just dressed up, but it was so fun. And then I got out on the dance floor. It was very hard to dress in a hoop skirt, but I did. And people thought was hilarious that I was out there. And then they were talking to me after and it just really loosened up. And then Scott Morrow was there and, after after that we we just became best friends <laughs> not best friends but you know good friends <laughs> that's so great that was the celebrity haunt person you wanted to see and wearing that outrageous costume and dancing in it yeah. got you noticed by the celebrity you wanted to see who was just as yeah. happy to talk to you and then i guess you wanted to interview him for your blog and then it turns out in your story you said that it went a lot farther than you getting an interview for your blog. Oh, yes. We we ended up talking, I don't know, two, two and a half hours after lunch one day. And it was just so, it was so easy to talk to him. We had so much in common. And he's like, you know, you have such a good personality and your your niche is really interesting. There's really not anybody else doing the travel, you know, with all of the Halloween and horror and paranormal activities that go on all over the the country and even the world, that's interesting. You should, you should apply for a show. Um, well, first, before all of that, he said, you should be on my show. And then when we were talking leading up to his show, that's when he encouraged me um, to apply for my own show. And so I said, you know, I really don't know anything about radio or any of it. I don't know how to produce my shows. Like we have people for that. Just send in your application and it got accepted. So I got a show. That is amazing. So how long have you had your show? Um, Since March of 2017. Oh, wow. So your specialty is these so-called haunt jaunts. So that's H-A-U-N-T, jaunt, J-A-U-N-T-S. And this is when people travel to either all year long haunted houses or maybe just the seasonal ones that they go to before Halloween. Yes, it's for, um, so Halloween time I focus more on the Halloween haunted attractions. And then the rest of the year, I focus on places and groups or companies that uh, or go, you know, yeah, I guess companies that um, do ghost tours and ghost hunts or, you know, like the Winchester Mystery House. They offer tours, Whaley House in California, Eastern State Penitentiary. They all have different ghost hunting activities and it's, I just focus on anything, hotels that are haunted, anything that there's actually a group of people besides the Halloween group that enjoys going, I don't know if you would say enjoys, but that, in, that does travel around to partake in, in looking for such things and being curious. I had no idea. I didn't know that there were people who just, I know people who like travel around the country going on scary roller coasters. I mean, there's... 
people have different missions when they travel. I just didn't realize there were people whose mission is to go and visit all of these haunted places and confront these evil spirits or or friendly spirits who inhabit these places. Yeah. (laughs) So when you say paranormal, what does that actually include? I try to do everything, including, you know, places that if you want to have a good chance of spotting a UFO or Bigfoot or whatever, you know, that sort of thing. And then also just the ghosts um, and anything along those lines. So tell us some really interesting places you've gone to to check them out for your Haunt Jaunt website. (laughs) Um, Well, there's one here in Tennessee where I live. It's called the Old South Pittsburgh Hospital. And I went in the middle of summer with some people that I met online who do events. And I thought, well, that'll be fun to go, you know, go write about and check out. Because I don't actually, I'm not a paranormal investigator. I think I think it's interesting what people do, but I also, it's so boring because <laughs> you just sit there most of the time. But I do, I really, my focus more is the history of the places and just learning about the cultures and what happened there. But the histories are always very interesting. So I thought, well, I'll go check this, this hospital out. And it was so hot, but it was one of the creepiest <laughs> experiences I've ever had. And even though certain parts of the, the ghost hunting of it was boring, the people I went with were phenomenal. And then when things happened, it was like, oh, that actually really happened. So that's probably one of my favorites. And then I didn't go ghost hunting at Alcatraz, but I did take a Han jaunt to Alcatraz. That was also very fun. Those are, those are two of my most memorable ones, I think, just because I love San Francisco in general. <laughs> so I've been to Alcatraz, and I didn't even know that it had a haunt jaunt kind of potential. I just went and saw it, looked out the window, saw how long the swim was, you know, across the water to San Francisco <laughs> if you were trying to escape. But what is the haunt aspect to Alcatraz? I guess so on the island, there are several key spots that are supposedly haunted. But the one that has been written most extensively about is one of the isolation cells. I could be lying. I want to say it's 13, but I, I don't know that that's actually the number. But it's it's got some, because, you know, they were stuck in there alone. And I guess it just brings up bad feelings. And and I guess the other one that's even more interesting than that is, or they're all interesting, but Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia, that's also a neat one. And they do have a section where they talk about their ghosts and, you know, are some of the inmates still lingering there? So some places, Alcatraz is kind of more on the down low that you can definitely find stuff about it. They're not as open, I guess, as, as other, but Eastern State is very open about their ghosts. Um, and they... Even the, on their audio tour, they have a, um, one of the sections, I think it's narrated by Steve Buscemi. He's good at being creepy. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, that's great. So this is so interesting. So if people want to do a little stepping outside their comfort zones and do one of these haunt jaunts, they might be able to find one even near where they live by going to your website. So is it hauntjaunts.com? Um, 
haunt jaunts. It's so hard to say. H A U N T. The word haunt and then the word jaunt with an S dot net, and you'll get Courtney's list of all of these different places. How many do you have listed on your website? Well, I don't have them listed as far as spelled out. It's mostly I just write posts about different places or events that are happening. But then I also, the, the lists that I have are paracons, I call them, paranormal conventions and horror fests. I have that listed out and I have um, ghost hunting events um, listed out. The paracons are, there's definitely way more than you would expect um, each year. Probably at least I would venture to guess 40 or 50. How many have you visited yourself? Oh, my goodness. A lot. A lot. I've been doing it for, well, I was doing it before I even realized I was doing it. So for 20, 30 years now. So every every time we travel, I'm either staying in a haunted hotel or going somewhere in my much to my husband's chagrin. So a, a lot, a lot of places. <laughs> I know you've been doing this ever since you were little. You've always loved these things that are creepy and scary, right? You were one of those little kids who actually liked horror movies. I did, I did, and I still, I still do again. My, my poor husband, he'll be trying to go to bed, and that's what I'm watching on Netflix, something scary. He's like, no! And you're not very tall, right? Oh, gosh, no. I'm just like, I, I'd like to say 5'2", but I'm fairly sure that I shrunk. You you are the smallest, bravest person that I've ever spoken to. No. <laughs> I have a funny secret because when we go to the um, horror, like I cannot go to a haunted house. I will write about them. I will talk to the people. I cannot go in because I freak out. But I can do anything else. I can go to a haunted place, but not a not the fake kind, if that makes any sense at all, which it doesn't. <laughs> I totally get that because I'm afraid of flying. I mean, I do fly, but I'm always thinking I'm going to die. But then I love helicopters and I'll go in a helicopter oh. in a hurricane and not care. And the helicopters being buffeted by the winds and being thrown all around and I won't care at all. I feel totally safe. But on a totally calm day in an airplane, I'm scared. So we are all oh rather God. inconsistent, aren't we? I know. I took a. I was in a helicopter being evacuated from an island during Hurricane uh, Lenny, and I was just enjoying myself as the helicopter was being thrown about by the winds. I, I know it's. We're all very weird, aren't we? We're so inconsistent in our, in our fears. Oh my goodness! So I know you write under Courtney Maroc because we publish you as Courtney Maroc, and you've written a lot of stories for us. I think something like half a dozen. And you also write under your horror pen name, which is C. Le Maroc, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how many books do you have out? Under that, I really think I only have the one that's more like a novella um, called Shadow Man or something. Um, It's not very good, to be perfectly honest. It's a very first effort. And then I published an uh, anthology um, you know, in conjunction with Haunt Johns under the Sea Limerock, and I have a few stories in that. Well, congratulations. We've really enjoyed getting your stories, and I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much for being part of the whole Chicken Soup for the Soul effort. 
Oh my goodness, thank you so much for for wanting to publish my stories. I'm always so grateful. We're very happy to have you in our books. Your stories are excellent. I'm still influenced by the one where you talked about your bravery and putting on a bathing suit in front of a lot of people. That has helped me. Oh, I'm so, thank you. (laughs) So thank you, Courtney. And everybody come back Monday for more inspiration and for a possible New Year's resolution, one that you can actually accomplish and that makes sense. And that's the resolution to clear your calendar, slow down, and look around a little as you speed through life.